Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good Mel, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, do we have a, uh, a guest? Yes, we have a special guest appearance, if I can get him over here from cooking his dinner. Is he cooking? Here he is in the flesh. Hmm? So all our viewers, Greg Greg is is alive alive and well. well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And cooking his own dinner, so no possibility of poisoning by the wife. Is he also cooking you dinner though? No, I cooked dinner. I made a stew. I don't know whether he doesn't trust me, but he's not having it. Mm, I don't think I've he had trusts it. you, Nick. Mm. I'm still here. I ate it. Mm-hmm. We know. So what's he <laughs> cooking that you weren't? Uh, um, he just decided he's feeling a bit um, bluey, so he's just having a, uh, oh, it looks like we're having a spaghetti and ham and egg sandwich for dinner. Excellent. Can I send him, can I Excellent. Send him down to you after he has all that? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what have you been up to, Nick? Um, well, I went to see Agatha Christie's The Mousetrap up here mm-hmm. at QPAC on Friday night, and that was good. It, it's something I have seen before, but apparently yep. I found out I should play poker because I have a very good game face because oh. I didn't realise I was going with non-Christie people, and I'm like, yep. what, none of you have heard of this? Like, yeah, seriously, I mean, none of you have? Anyway. So, um, yeah, they kept asking me if I knew who did it. And I kept going, yes, I do know who does it. Okay. Well, apparently one of them was watching me during the second half and had yeah. a very game face. I didn't give it away. Now, let's – because I haven't seen Mousetrap. Uh, mm-hmm. You have seen it a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. A, was it good, worthwhile, would you recommend it? Yes, I would. Okay, perfect. And without giving away who did it, mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about the story of Mousetrap? Uh, it's about these people who get stuck in a country, B&B, during mm-hmm. bad weather. Ooh. And obviously, obviously, of course, a murder occurs. And it's just figuring okay. out, yeah, who did it. And with Christy, we know the murder occurs usually pretty early on. And mm-hmm. she also likes to introduce you to the murderer quite early on as well, which... Um, because I've been looking at the structure of her uh, her books um, yep. as well. Now, The Mousetrap yes. has uh, inspired your research uh, this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And tell us, tell us how you got to where you got. Okay, well, I was thinking about it on the way home. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I won't say any more Mousetrap because I give it anything away. But um, she wrote 66 novels. And so I was Whoa. wondering how many of them had death by poisoning. Yep. The answer is 28. 28. Okay, so less than half. Yeah, okay. less than half. But still. Um, yeah. So I went on this site, um, which it, it was an interesting site, called mm-hmm. Alcation. Don't know how, you know, real it is. But apparently in her first book, The Mysterious Affair at Style, she used strychnine. Um, cyanide became a bit of a fave. She used it in four books. Yep. Um. But she also um, used arsenic, but we know that because yeah. that's so yeah. cyanide isn't cyanide odorless. That's why cyanide it was, is was, yeah. was quite a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that was quite a good one. Um, but she also used some unusual poisons as well. Um, in one of them, she used thallium, which is rat poison. 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's one she used, I think it's called Toxine. It's just derived from a yew tree. And okay. then in another one, I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to have to spell it. It's C-O-N-I-I-N-E, and it's extracted from the hemlock plant. So Ooh. not the actual hemlock itself, an extraction. And now all mm. of those um, cause death in various ways and stuff yeah. like that. So then they got me. Yep. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be too comfortable. Then I got no. thinking, okay, what about, what if I look up the deadliest poisons known to humans? Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, arsenic is on the list. Yep. Um, and apparently um, it's obviously very lethal. Um, 200 milligrams, the size of a raindrop, can kill someone in two hours. Wow. I mean, that's Yeah, now I got that from on. a BBC website, so I'm okay, tending so- to think that's pretty... They'll have done yeah. their research, yeah. They'll have done their research. And the other thing, um, there's another poison, which I cannot pronounce. Um, it's called, I think it's called pteridotoxin or something. Um, this is found in the pufferfish and the blue ring octopus, which we all mm. know are pretty, yeah, not pretty because they leave you paralysed, your lips and your tongue begin to swell, you get sweaty, you can't speak or swallow even though you're fully conscious. Mm-hmm. Eventually you start having seizures and your body shuts down. And that's really just not very nice. So no, um, no. we know the pufferfish um, is... Quite often, well, it's found in sushi restaurants. It's one of the delicacies. It is, yes. And they did actually mention that. They said most of the pufferfish poisonings in Japan are actually accidental. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, are they really accidental? Mm -hmm. That's true, though. You know, so if you get invited out to Japanese restaurant, you know, just make sure there's no pufferfish on the menu. So... Puffer fish are also known as toadfish, which we know toadfish uh-huh. are also in Australia, Queensland, yep. actually, specifically. Yes, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And have you ever seen a toadfish? Um, I probably have. I yeah. tend not to frequent where I know they are to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like where we run down at Sandgate, Shawncliffe, a lot of people wait out and go fishing. Yep. And um, we have actually seen them on the rocks down there. So, like, you just have to be, yeah, don't go barefoot. Um, people do, but probably shouldn't. So, yeah. So the blue ring octopus, tiny, by the way, uh, mm. lethal to humans. Um, mm-hmm. Venom can kill more than 20 humans in just minutes. I mean, that's proper lethal. Um, yep. And... They're obviously found in Australia. Uh, Great Barrier Reef. Yep. Um, and it's a very small octopus that's actually brown in colour. I wonder why it's called the I blue know. ring octopus. I thought it was something to do with the toxins. Um, but I could be could be really wrong about that. In fact, I'm totally prepared to be wrong, you know me. I mean, I'm sure we're all. They can also be found off the beaches of Victoria and beyond. So they're mm. not just warm water octopus or octopi for one, I think. Octopi. It is. Mm. And octopus is the plural. Um, has anyone survived a blue ring octopus? Let's have a look. An unnamed Ooh. woman was bitten twice. Oh, gosh, that's pretty. Mm. Yep. He really wanted to gone. So that's why it. Um, you you then yeah uh, you know 
can't move. Uh, she escaped relatively unharmed. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> that's pretty. So you said what are the other toxins? So you said um, arsenic. Yep, um, there's arsenic. Um, there's that one. Then there's, um, uh, I think it's ricin, which is an extremely toxic plant. Yeah, so ricin is, um, yeah. That that's a well, that's a poison, but also isn't that uh, there's been quite a few poisonings of mm. ricin because yeah. uh, I cannot remember because my brain doesn't work on a Wednesday night, but <laughs> these things, um, oh. How detect it's a toxin, seeds of castor oil. And, yes, yeah. I mean, oral exposure to ricin is less toxic than um, injecting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so the history of ricin poisoning, I will have to have a look up for next week because I can't okay. seem to find it easily oh here we go in 1978 george markov a british a bulgarian writer and journalist who was living in london died after uh, yep attacked by a man with an umbrella the umbrella had been rigged to inject a poison ricin pellet i mean this is proper bond stuff uh under yeah. markov's skin uh, and that's it. In the 40s, the U.S. military experimented with using ricin as a possible warfare agent. I mean, that's horrible. Uh -huh. um, gross. Yeah. That is okay. not nice. <laughs> now, the next one I found is yeah. actually coming back to now, this was actually used in an Agatha Christie. Um, I don't know if it, oh, it might have actually, yeah, I don't know whether, I'm pretty sure it was an Agatha Christie one. Um, this is a toxin I talked about before that comes from the skin of tiny frogs. Um, oh, is this the really colourful frog? That, yeah, yeah, yep. they can be really colourful. And um, they, what they do is they sweat out the poison by holding pulled said froggy over a fire and mm -hmm. you put the poison on a poison dart, but yep. two grams of table salt size poison will kill you. Mm-mm-mm. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, and what's yep. the poison so, yes. Uh Again, I think it's B-A-T-R-O-C-H, uh, it's A-T toxin. So, yeah, I think it's bactrotoxin or something like that, which is really, um, really interesting, very okay. interesting. Um, All right. And I can't remember which toxin I looked up because, let's face it, after I got into the blah, blah toxin for about the sixth time, they all started yeah. to merge. Um, but... One of them um, is one of the things that they actually extract to put in Botox. Okay. Um, so, yeah, because they, you know, obviously Botox freezing. relaxes them, yep. and, you know, freezes the muscles so they don't go all wrinkly. And, but, you know, just bear in mind, people, you could be poisoning yourself at the same time if you get it somewhere dodgy. Okay. So go to a reputable yep. Botox. Botox. Yes, basically. Don't go black market Botox, people. It could no. end badly. Yeah, let's hope it never does. Yeah. But it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's about it really. 
Um, there's just then you've got your marines toxins which get into shellfish and again that's like accidental poisoning which basically doesn't sound pretty because it all ends in heart failure. So there's all a whole thing about accidental that we're that sort of theming here. So mm-hmm. if we're thinking of you know obviously we you know obviously we don't want to murder anyone but no. you know best way is if accidentally mm-hmm. slash not Getting rid of someone. Uh, Accidentally. Sorry. Oops. I ate oh, sorry. it. Or they would have ate it. Oh, yes. Here's that, here's that delicacy I've read about and I've prepared mm. for you. I've prepared yeah. it exactly how it's supposed to, but, oh, dear, it turned out to be puffer fish. Or That's they went you. and sat on a frog or a toadfish yep. or, a, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. That happened to be at the <laughs> beach. Yes. I say Just that because I sat be on there. a jellyfish when I was uh, five. Oh. Still Howie. remember it, very vivid memory. Thankfully, I can imagine. It was not a blue ring octopus or a box uh-huh. jellyfish. It was just your normal garden variety painful stinger. Yeah, but still not a pleasant experience. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, no one weed on me, which obviously back <laughs> then was the uh, – Was uh, one of the uh, cures, I believe, yes. Yeah. But remember when they, that's when they, not long after that, started putting vinegar at the beaches uh, in Queensland. And then do you remember when people would start drinking the water, the vinegar, thinking it was water? So then they had to colour the vinegar so people wouldn't mistake it for water. Yeah, we're a weird breed up here. You know that. Oh, I know (laughs) that. I totally, totally understand. Um, so tell me, Nick, have you got any running uh, cup happening uh, this weekend? Yeah. Ooh. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm so it must be a long one. Yeah, half marathon at Brisbane. And to say I'm undercooked would be probably the understatement of the year. Yeah. Because um, it's got hills and Ooh. nasty hills and then more nasty hills. So it's just going to be a practice long run. For mm-hmm. when you're up for my birthday and I yep. go out and try to kill myself. Okay. Mm. As your yeah. birthday present to yourself. Yeah, yeah, my right. birthday present to myself, proving mm. that, you know, I'll still be able to do it. Um, yeah, so we'll see how she goes. She ain't okay. going to be pretty. And I unfortunately looked up the weather forecast. and I don't mm. believe it, but they're saying it's due to rain, which may actually be better I for mean, the that'd cold, be nice. but we'll see. Yeah, it's Brisbane. Oh, it hasn't been. It's been nice weather up here, but we've had um, controlled burns. Oh, um, okay. So there's been a lot of smoke over the western suburbs, the city, oh. and out our way. So I've run in smoke the last two mornings, and okay. I cannot recommend it. Um, it's not fun. Don't but run in smoke. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have waited, but I had to get it done. You know me. But I haven't done very Insane. many cakes this week. Um, just trying to save my legs. And, yeah, yeah. Like I did a big run Saturday and a short one Sunday. And where's the run, the half? Um, starts through? in the city, um, okay. in Alice Street, up over the Story Bridge, yep. um, Kangaroo Point Cliffs, yep. then back over the Story Bridge onto um, there's a new, well, new since you've probably been living, lived here, um, Riverwalk at New Farm. You go out to the Riverwalk, out to New Farm, and then okay. you're coming back in. So there's hills I mean, at the gorgeous. start, hills in the middle, and yep. hills to get to the finish line. So okay. yeah. Well, the Kang. I mean, let's talk about views. Kangaroo Point mm-hmm. always lovely, depending on yep. how close the view to the is. Point. The view is lovely. 
Yeah. Um, I will admit farm. to you actually. Oh, yep. Yeah. And it is pretty, but mm. yeah, I'll be cursing the whole way. Okay. Well, what time does it start? Because if I'm awake, Six. I'll think of you. Yeah, I won't be awake. Yeah, no. No, it starts way before Melly wake up time. But so but, but, that's but, the other I thing. I will wake up probably when you're sort of nearing the finish line. Mm-hmm. So I will be thinking of you thinking, then. Oh, and you same. can imagine I'm cheering you on and giving you Yay. my virtual I'm still in bed energy. Oh, nice. Which would be a that lot. Would be lovely. Which yeah. would be a lot, which will, you know, that would be good. Sprint to the finish is what you're saying there, Melly. Um, no, I'm saying it's just <laughs> going to sort of slide you to the finish. So you're like you've got that second wind and you're like, okay, yep. I can do this. I can uh-huh. make the end. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah, the interesting thing is going to be getting Craig up early because, yeah, start at six. Because so. why would you want to get up early if you really didn't have to? Well, we didn't on Sunday. We were a bit lazy. That's why I did my long run on Saturday instead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what's was, a, yeah. you were lazy, is that a 7 o'clock get up or? Um, I th- Yeah, 7 o'clock, I think. seven. Uh, might have been 7.30 actually. So, wow. yeah, did, by the time we went down to Sandgate and started running, it was about 8, quarter past 8. It was nice though. Impressive. It's nice you can do that now. It's not that hot. But, yeah, I went out the other morning and saw my neighbour coming back from his run with his mates and, um, you know, he had a jumper off and everything and I'm in long sleeves and a vest and <laughs> going, yep, it said seven degrees inside the house. Perhaps I should have worn the gloves today. I mean, I've gone out in cold without them and I did survive, but it was like, hmm, it's a bit nippy. I like it. I mean, even I'd find seven degrees a bit nippy. Um, yep. So, but, yeah, so, yeah, it should be. Get it, get it done is basically yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to yeah, get it, the distance in the legs and get it yeah. done. Oh, well, I'm excited for you. And thanks, I'm not. <laughs> well, you know, these are the things you decide you want to invest in. Oh, I know. Invest your time in craziness. Um, so yeah, each to their own. Oh. <laughs> all right well I think we've uh done another week and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed listening and if you've got ideas or anything that you uh, want to talk about or uh, um, share a story we would always love to hear them um and of course always you know best ways to dispose of a, a dead body uh, we would very much love to hear your ideas. Mm. So yes. don't murder anyone, Nick. I won't murder anyone if you don't, Mel. I mean, you know I won't, so we won't together. Yeah, we were together. Uh, and, yeah, so we've another week and I will see you next week and hopefully you're not pooped and I might actually do some research before we get <laughs> onto the podcast next week. <laughs> Um, All right, well, I will research that ricin history and come back with some more ricin stories because, I mean, that's very Bond-esque. And, uh, oh, maybe that'll be the theme of next week. Bond-esque Bond-esque. type murders. Yep. Great. Love it. That would be good. All right. Brilliant. The ideas we have when we're talking to each other. I know. <laughs> just must be great if you're just a random stranger and you overhear one of our conversations, even just when we're walking down the street. I know. 
Um, I do love having uh, odd conversations on the tube, uh, not the tube, mm-hmm. sorry, the tram. Train, um, yep. And just, you know, people must just think who the heck is this person? It's just so <laughs> joyful. It is, it is. Mm, brilliant. All right, well, you have a great week. You too, and I will talk to you later. All right, I'll see you later, Millie. Have fun. Bye. Bye.